to C3 Church Hepburn Heights. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. This journey that God has us on, it's a journey that has this this incredible coming together of the the sovereignty of God and, and God's plan and His mercy and his grace and his heart for us and his call to us. And and it's relentless coming from his direction towards us. And he's calling us up and out. He's calling us into a greater sense of freedom to step in to this life that he's purchased for us. And this call doesn't end from heaven. And then you've got little old me, you, us, and we're sometimes just trying to make sure the kids don't have food on their face or not too much food on their face as we're leaving the house or, or that there's food in their lunchbox or that the bills are paid or that we're just kind of keeping our head above water in life and we're, we're doing the juggle and, and doing the best we can, sometimes feeling like we're nailing it, often feeling like we're, we're not. And we, we have this this over here that's very real and God over here that's very real who's very real whose heart for us is is very real and I, I I'm really excited about what we're what we're going to launch with next year uh, we've been doing some some planning as a team and and uh, look out as we as we help bring these, these two things together. But uh, as I've started thinking back over this year and just maybe even where you are now, just let 2019 kind of filter through your mind. And there's a lot of us here, so we're going to have a very different experience of 2019. And I just saw MJ and Lauren sitting over there, married five weeks ago. 2019 is a pretty good year for those guys. It's got some highlights going on. Maybe for you, 2019's had some lowlights. Maybe it's been a real combination of both. I, I don't know. As you think about 2019, I want you to think whether the circumstance has been wonderful or in some ways horrible, what does your connection to Christ look, what does it look like, feel like, sound like? as you've walked through this year. Can, can you come to the end of 2019 and, and look back and go, you know what, I, I took steps growing closer to my Saviour. He brought freedom into this area of my life. Or I, I found myself surrendering this thing that I'd held on to for so long, but 2019 was the year that I let him in and light came into that dark place. What, what is it for you? And, and look, there are, there are choices we make through our year that determine how we're going to look back on that year. That God's love, grace and mercy relentlessly comes towards us. He's provisioned everything for our freedom. And we make some choices. And so as I look back on this year, for me, there have been some choices that that I've made, that have bought. I, I have said this a few times this year, but 
I love my Jesus more now than ever in my life. That I have discovered things in him this year that previously were unknown to me. As I've dived in again to who he is, I I have a greater passion for his word than any other time in my life. And, And this is not because of this role that I occupy. This is because I've tried to make some space for my Savior's victory to be my victory. And so, man, I want each of us to have that testimony. Each of us on that journey together. And it looks different for all of us. And, and this, for me this year, was one of those obedience moments to God. To change up what we were doing with Sunday nights, a very successful Sunday night service, and turn it into a prayer, worship, encounter space, and then just try and flow with God in terms of what He's calling us to and what that is going to look like and has looked like. And, and I've called each and every one of us to come and be a part of at least one of these nights across the year. And I... I understand the, the reality of life and the, the pressures that are upon us. But if this is your church home and you haven't yet made that call to be at one of these nights, then I want to again just let that invitation come out before you. Because I'm so aware that there are steps of faith that we are called to take. And those steps of faith, then they open something that often we can't really get the full gamut until we, we look back and we go, wow. And now I'm not guaranteeing that you're going to rock up and, and this is going to be a breakthrough moment for you. But I, I want us to just take a step of faith together. And, and I, I want you to hear something of what God spoke to me about these nights and, and for us then to move forward together. And so you have five more, well, including tonight, six more opportunities to to dive in and be a part of an Ascent Sunday night. And we have had just a, man, some glorious experiences with the presence of God. And we've had some nights with massive numbers, some small numbers, but man, His presence has been there. And as we come hungry, and so sometimes it's rocking up to a prayer meeting or something, that's a step of faith. Sometimes it's giving when we've kind of dried up in that realm and, and there's, a, there's a lubrication that God is wanting to, to bring and, and others focused and outward kind of deal. Sometimes it's making a strong and clear decision and, and Dylan and Carlene got married yesterday and Pastor Ben did did an amazing job and, and it, it's like their decision to stand together as the, as the two become one. The success of their marriage is not anything magical, but now it's a determined decision that they make to activate what God is calling forth in that connection. And so every day they get to take a step of faith towards each other. They get to choose each other and engage together to build that marriage that God is calling them to build. And so come on, let's, let's together keep taking steps towards what God has for us. And so here's some things that are, that are coming up. And if you're, I've spoken to a lot of people that are really interested to hear what's happening uh, with what God's put on our heart for South Africa. And, uh, and so you can, you can see... Okay, you can see something that's not there. So by faith, we are, so 
somehow what I sent out hasn't quite got here. And so I want you to see the 24th of November. And just by faith, I want you to see. Wouldn't that be cool if I'd set up the team to just flick to another slide that poof, it just had South Africa written on it. And so that's going to be on the 24th. I'm pretty sure all the rest is right, but without looking at my notes, I'm, I'm not sure. I know Pastor John Pierce is here. Uh, it's going to be exceptional. So that just gives a snapshot. That whole big intro wasn't just to get you to Ascend Sunday nights. So, uh, that's just something that could be a step of faith for you. So that's great. Thanks, guys. We can, we can change that up. What, what I want for us, and I, I, had this, I had this picture, and actually I need, I need a volunteer, and uh, a volunteer who can come and help me out. And, and I, I don't want to pick someone. I, I, want, I want you to pick yourself. So we're, we're just going to wait until... Someone comes and joins me. So, here we go. Hayden! Come on, give it up. First time band leading today. Come on, Hayden. Oh, you've seen it before? Yeah, he's like, yeah. It's all good. Hayden's got it covered. Let's, uh, let's grab a seat, Hayden. So, hey, let's come this way. We'll see how the lights are there. That's good. That's good. It's warm here, eh? It's warm. So we've been reading the book of Ephesians together. It's us, not just me and Hayden, but but (laughs) Hayden's heard the encouragement and heeded the encouragement, right? Yes. Yes, good. Good man. Good man. Ephesians 1 lays a foundation for what we step into. And I, I had this image as I was reading, and we'll read together in Ephesians 1 and in just a second. But there's this, this image. Actually, let's read it now. So if you, if you have your phone that you like to read, or you've bought your physical Bible in a church, why don't you go ahead, you can look up Ephesians 1, and uh, let's read together. Wow, Hayden's looking it up. Yeah, you're on fire. So Ephesians 1, verse 3. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every Spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us. He chose us. He chose you. Why don't you just go ahead where you sit and, and can you just say those words out loud? He, he chose me. He chose me. Now, just let your mind go there for a sec. Who he is. He chose me. He chose me. Father in heaven, the author of life. King of all things. The one who whispered and 
caused earth and sea to separate. One who spoke and life began, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world. You were in his mind before anything else. Before the creation of the world, to be holy and blameless in his sight. Don't get lost in your mess. Remember what he's purchased. To be holy and blameless in his sight. In love. In love. Love is the framework that God is operating from here. That he predestined us for adoption to sonship. Daughtership. Adopted into the family of all families. This is you. He... He chose you and adopted you to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. He wanted you in the family because you bring him pleasure. Let's not be thinking that when God looks at us, he's looking with some level of disapproval because you keep stuffing it up, because you keep falling short. But through Jesus Christ, he sees us completely differently. That if we've surrendered our lives to him, then as he looks at you and I, he sees the perfection of Christ in us. And he's calling us to this place of closeness. And it goes down, the transition from seven to eight. Just these few words, it says, the riches of God's grace that he has lavished upon us. And here's the, here's the sense. It's the picture I, I had was each and every one of us like, like Hayden right here. And this is us. And if we, if we come to God, come before him with this freedom and confidence of what Jesus has done, So come before him with this openness in our heart, with this this surrender that he's God. We come and, and here we're reminded of who he is and therefore who we are. We live in a world that has lost sight of our identity. A world where we're struggling to make sense of who we are. And when we've lost sight of who he is, then it's natural we're going to lose sight of who we are. And when we don't understand our identity, how can we begin to understand our purpose or our call or what relationships should or shouldn't look like or how we can be anything of what he's called us to be? And it starts right here and there's this this understanding that he chose me. He chose you. And if we're here where Hayden is, it's, it's like this, the arm of God under the arm of the Father. Saying, my son, my daughter, I choose you. I choose you. I've chosen you. I chose you before you ever did anything good. I chose you despite everything terrible that you've done. 
I chose you knowing the weakness in your soul that you're going to try and hide. I chose you knowing the grand dreams that would rise in your heart. I chose you knowing it all. And I still choose you. And I don't just choose you, but I've sent my son Jesus to make a way that we can be close. To make a way that now I can see you and I see you through his perfection. And he has chosen us. Safe under the Father's arm. Safe in the perfect Father's embrace. Because, man, when you know you're safe, you act differently. When we know we're secure, life looks different. So when we feel unsafe and unsteady, like, like the ground's insecure under our feet, that there's an insecurity inside of us. We're never going to have this life figured out. But when we know that the Father's arm is around us, He says, I chose you. You're mine. Adopted into the family. Pick number one for the team. You're on team Jesus. And I, I don't want to move on quickly from this because there's so much here, but I, I want us to get it. And however real this concept has been before, I want us to get it at a deeper level. I want you to know, I want, I want to know, I want us to know the depths of his love for us. You're safe, my son. And you know, when we're close, it's amazing that there's a passion transfer that happens. And part of the challenge for us sometimes in how we do life is we're trying to be a good Christian by hearing and not feeling. And we can't live just according to our feelings or we're going to go all over the place because our feelings start off being connected to our flesh, to our humanity. And so if we live according to them, you just got to watch a toddler. And we got a lot of adults living like toddlers because we haven't disconnected our feelings from our flesh. And we can't live like a toddler and expect to see the blessing of God flow into our lives. And so there are some Christians who are adults in... Yeah, whatever that age thing is that the calendar says... But we're at a toddler level of maturity because we haven't disconnected from just living. I don't feel like reading the Bible, so I won't. I don't really feel like serving, so I'm eh. I don't feel like staying married, so I don't. But as we learn to sink into his embrace, the Father's embrace, then there is a passion transfer. And so now there is this growing inside of us for the things that he's passionate about and they come alive. It's literally like every time we're close, there is supernatural seed that is implanted into us and this seed then grows and it grows. And where there was this small passion to serve others. And if we talk about Jason Schroeder, I've got classic only child tendencies. 
deep within me where the world revolves around me. There's no one to share the glory. Just one child. It's mine. And in deep in my flesh is a hardcore, wonderful selfishness. Sometimes I wonder why the rest of the world can't see and just want to give me everything I think I deserve. Thankful, don't think about that too deeply because if I really got what I deserve, that's not cool. And so I've had to learn painfully to unhinge my feelings from my flesh and that selfishness because God calls us to focus on others and that sucks. That's There'd be way more Christians if he had it the other way around. <laughs> Didn't have to deny the flesh. Why do you make it so hard? To... So easy, but so hard. Like, if it was just a one-way blessing street, man, how many people would want to sign up for this? Safe in his embrace and I, I want us again to have a passion transfer who here is thinking I wish I had volunteered for what Hayden's doing <laughs> who's like oh man I nearly went up <laughs> so glad right now would have been so awkward <laughs> this is a good choice you see just got to trust the Holy Ghost people he knew Hayden was predestined for this moment. Let's just... No, we're not going to go there. Go to Bible college, man. They went hard a few weeks ago. Who is in that lecture? It's, yeah. Woo. Safe in his embrace. Just close your eyes just where you are. just want you to be, be really real with yourself right now. And I know that there are some of us here, this is, this is got right inside and, and you can literally picture yourself leaning into the Father's embrace. And you've, you've just intuitively made the call that, God, I'm leaning in. I'm, I'm leaning in for the first time or I'm just, I'm leaning in again. God, I want to know the strength, the security, the love. I, I want it to be more real than ever before. And some of us have gone in and also aware that there are others. And, and, and this is even just an uncomfortable context. And maybe it's because of a, a connection to your earthly father. And it's, this is just layered with complications. And if you're in that place, I, I just feel like God wants you to hear that it's okay. It's okay to not have it all figured out. It's okay to 
just step towards him at the rate that you think you're able. It's okay. He, he loves you when you dive in. He still loves you when you just take that tiny little shuffle step to the side because that's all that you can do. I know there are also others here today and, and you feel a layer of shame that has settled upon you where, where you've prevented yourself from feeling worthy of his embrace. And there are, it's like a barrier that's been, been set up and, and maybe it's because of things that have happened to you or, or things that you've done, but you've, you've kind of created this distance between the Father's embrace because you, you feel unworthy And I want you to know right now that you are loved despite, that his grace flows despite, despite your greatest inadequacies or despite other people's greatest mistakes. And all of us here today, wherever we are, we need to know we are safe in the Father's embrace. And so let's make a choice together this morning, church, just to lean in to him, to lower our defenses, to let the shame that he paid the price to take, to just take that garment of shame and just throw it to the floor and lean in to the embrace of the perfect father. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Open your eyes if right down in the very depths of who we are. Every person craves purpose, meaning. There's this desperate desire to feel like our lives would mean something. Haven't lived in vain. And it it beats within us. And it it beats. You can can just grab a seat here for us for a second. Beats in our chest because God put it there. Just place your hand on your heart. So everyone, just place your hand on your heart. He's designed this to beat with hope. 
purpose to be alive, not just here, not just figuring things out, although that's an important part, but that comes secondary, but where his love would awaken something in our hearts. His love is the, it's the framework for how God operates. And if we get outside of the framework of love, then we join dots together that shouldn't be and we miss dots that should be joined. And, and so when we've been hurt, we, we, we keep his, his love at bay and, and the love that needs to be alive in here to bring the liberty and the freedom that then causes things to make sense. It's kept at bay. And so then we try and make sense in our own strength and we, and we live in this, just trying it. And so there's this desire for purpose here, here in our, here in our heart. And, and as we surrender to the love of God, as we let his, his love be alive in here. And I, I've said these words so many times. Kind of, that's right, you can put your hands down. Thank you. Some of you are just so obedient. It's awesome. You go home from church. Oh, I've still got to keep my hand here. Come to Thursday, it's getting really uncomfortable. It's uh, kind of got a rash. And there, there are so many messages that we're bombarded with. And as a preacher, I spend my life preaching to myself, testing it out on my family, and then delivering stuff to the team and to us. And it's so easy, and I found it too easy to move to the next thing. And I, I just, you've heard some of my kind of tension here, where I feel God's anchored me into the book of Ephesians and where he's teaching me something, but I, I feel like I can't move on. And not just to, to preach a nice principle and, and have us go, yep, that's good. And then we, we, we go back into the, the blur of the machine of life. But for us to just go a little slower... And allow the Holy Spirit to speak. Because man, where He is, there is freedom. And there's freedom that awakens things in us. That we can't earn or mechanize or create. We just got to open up for His victory. And then there's this awakening of this passion, this purpose. Because we, if, we're, if we're not awakened to his purpose, then we're going to naturally pursue pleasure. Because it's connected to flesh right now. And again, we live in a world and it creeps into the church where it's actually easier to seek some kind of instant gratification, some kind of pleasure, because it's way more difficult to go on the journey of purpose. Because it requires something of us, that it's like a pilgrimage to this growing revelation of purpose, that we start and we never actually stop, because it's, it's not a destination we arrive at. It's a journey with the King of all kings. It's a, it's a walking, Hayden, come and join us. It's a walking safe in his embrace where we are keeping in step with the spirit, where, where we are one 
with Him who's called us. And, and it's not like we have to figure out our call once and for all and we, we have this moment and bang, I've, I've got it. This is a journey that doesn't stop. As we're walking with Him and walking with each other and it's just this, this glorious unfolding. But it doesn't make sense unless we're safe in His embrace. Unless His love is burning in our hearts. Thanks, man. And so, church, can we let His love in again? Just let His love in. Just open up your heart. God, let His love in. His love, man. It's nothing like it. I went on a pilgrimage, the wrong sort, for a couple of years. Chasing the purpose that I felt beating in my heart was way too inconvenient so I just wanted some of that quick pleasure stuff and I came to the place where I was craving something real something tangible and God's love has and continues to shape and mold and cause me to cry in public And the church of Jesus Christ through the centuries has overcome the greatest of persecutions, has forged through the most difficult circumstances, has risen and morphed and molded and has been alive because of this love of Christ that was demonstrated so emphatically for us, God's love made real. And as His love is alive in the church, then we continue to see the church of Jesus Christ rise on this planet. And we are a part of this living organism, this body of men and women who are not called to live mere lives, not called to be stuck in the pleasure mechanism that we see so many lost in, but called to live a life where His purpose, His love shapes and then it spills into our parenting. So there's parenting that flows through us that is supernatural in origin because it's His love. That our marriages are forged with a love that is not of this world. So people would look on in awe. That our hands would reach out to the needy around us. Would have time for those who are broken. People would go, there is so something, there's, can't even say it because they're just so different. Those weird Christians. It's like the love of God was real or something. Because they don't act like normal people should. And we cannot act like normal people do. And we will not as we let his love be a fire right in here. Can I ask the band to come and join us? Here's the reality. You can't do this alone. I can't do this alone. I would have bailed out long ago. But we're called to do this in these glorious families. You know, the New Testament knows no other context than the together context. 
It's written with the expectation of Christians doing life together. Understanding how difficult that is. And you've heard me preach this through Ephesians. And 4.1, we hear about our call. 4.2, it goes straight into the complexities of actually outworking that call in a relational context. But it's together that we make up the body. Some the little pinky, some the spleen. I don't know what the spleen does, but it's important. Can we just stand? When I get in, in these little zones, I said to the team, problem is I get I get kind of melancholic get kind of broody a bit emotional so if you're a real macho dude here normally I'm way like that <laughs> juggle chainsaws in my lunch break eat pies without even heating them up straight out of the freezer Serious man. Yeah, we're going to do that. People come together song, right? It's a great song. So we're going to we're going to worship together. There's a couple of things I want you to do. Can we make a choice together? We're opening our hearts to you, Lord. Let your love pour in. You may feel something, you may feel nothing. But we're making a decision and we're going on this journey. And then we're going to stand together side by side. It's warm. It's cool. We're going to let our voice be heard. The sound of praise echoes across our globe today. We stand with millions carrying this torch of hope that Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Thanks so much for joining us here on our podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more about our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, go to c3hh.com.au.